All right, Chime Time, here we go. See, my horse my voice already hoarse, folks. All right, Chime Time, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. What it is is, like, I haven't done, like, a real show in a while where I can yell and scream a new Red Sox pregame. You don't yell and scream on Red Sox pregame, Chime. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Mutt. I'm wonderful. How are you today? Hey. Good, but outside I think, of sounding hoarse. Yeah, I, I I just woke up a little frog in the throat. I think I think it's either a slight summer cold or I did a lot of yelling about Tom Brady on the show last night. Did a lot of yelling Ooh, okay. about Tom Brady. A lot. I mean, I have not yelled like that, had fun like that, and just gone nuts on people in a while. So I think that might have been it. My voice was not in full mud at night form, but I feel good. I walked uh, and I had a nice four mile walk this morning for wow, hot out. Look at you. Today, so I feel I feel okay, but uh, yeah, if I sound hoarse today, that's probably why. Yelling about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and these losers like Andy Hart who want to and Ben Volan who want to suggest that Brady tanked the 2019 season. They're all idiots. They're just dumb. So. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Chuck? I'm great, man. This is it's a beautiful day. I know it's hot, but I haven't it's even been, I haven't been uh, outside while there's sun out yet, so yeah, uh, that'll be get fun. Ready. Get ready. Uh, we got football melt. starting tonight, though. Wish I could baby. yell like that. I can't. I can't yell like that. Real quick, right, I'll non, do it for you. Well, non-sports question for you: some Red Sox and some mass betting, and uh, the Hall of Fame game tonight, where I think you have a bad pick for the people. Um, <laughs> did I see a pick on Instagram? Do you have, do you have two dogs? No, no, no. So uh, that is one of the the older one. Henry is my dog. Henry. Uh, Henry. Henry. He uh, okay. he actually has the same birthday as Tom Brady. He just had a birthday yesterday. <laughs> turned six. Uh, so is that true? Yes, a hundred percent. That's true. <laughs> His awesome. birthday is 8 3, 2016. Should so be named go. Tom Brady, Brady, the Brady, Brady dog, but that's okay. Mm, he, right. I, I didn't get him when he was a puppy. My girlfriend did. He became oh. my dog. Oh, okay. So I am so his stepfather. All right. So happy birthday to Henry. Yeah. And uh, the other dog, his name is Jake. That is my girlfriend's mother's dog. She was up for a couple days, um, helping us get some of our renovation started inside the house. Uh, and uh, she brought the dog up. And so that is her puppy. He's only like five and a half months old. Yeah, the boys have been talking about getting a dog all summer. Uh, I'm not there yet, but I will yep. say the two the two dogs look good. I say, well, maybe I can. Chime can have two dogs, but now I know you don't have two dogs. Yet. No, just the one. So. But uh, we've considered the second. Uh, and I I love 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 Boston Terriers. I am I am a Boston Terrier guy now. I never was prior to having one. Uh, Henry is the best dog I could ever ask for. So I am uh, a thrilled. This is why I know we're not ready for a dog. When I look at pictures of dogs, like you're a dog guy, Mego, uh, our friend from Orlando, Corey Mego, like a massive, like she, when we, we'll do shows together and during the show, she'll airdrop uh, pictures of dogs into my phone. Like that's <laughs> how insane she is about dogs. She just loves dogs. And I look at them, Shime, and all I see is work. Like all I see is I'm taking that dog out. I'm taking that dog for a walk. I'm not thinking about any of the good parts, like the jumping on the bed and the playing and the fetch and all. So I, I am, phys- I mentally, physically, I'm ready. I'm mentally not there for the dog. Yeah. So all I see is work because my kids aren't old enough to do anything, and I know we'll get the dog, and it'll be my responsibility. Oh, 100. percent it'll be your responsibility. It. It's all always the case. Um, but the good news is, like, so you know, you've dealt with a child, so it, it, like, and like a baby that is. So it's, I mean, it's no harder. <laughs> By any means than a baby, which is good. Um, but so because when I lived back when I lived with my mother and my brothers, uh, we had rescued a dog. Uh, he was like a terrier mix. We knew nothing about him. He was like a year, just over a year old when we rescued him. And because he, they rescued him from like the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, and he didn't actually have a home for a long time. It was it was a disaster. It was a nightmare. It was it was hard. He's the he's a great dog now, but it was just 
when we first got there. yeah because like if you left him alone in the room at the time there was carpet in my mother's house and he'd go to the corner and he'd rip the carpet up like right by the door and I was just in the bathroom on the other side of the door taking a shower and like I come up and I come out and wow. there was just carpet everywhere and he would wow. and he wasn't used to having normal food and so he would just eat everything and so <laughs> like one time he he was eating plastic gloves and so um so it took a long time he's amazing now he's a, I think six and a half going on seven, uh, and he's 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 a great dog now. Um, but like you know, so that part can be hard. But if you get him as a puppy, you can start him early and train him early, and then by the time they're you know nine months to a year old, they're you know relatively well trained and well behaved, and you're good to go. Yeah, again, it, it's a it's going to happen at some point, probably in a, a different home than this home, and when the kids are older. So I'm not the only one doing the work. Yeah, and like, I mean, I mean I imagine when not, you go on your four mile walk in the morning on a summer morning, you bring the dog along, nice little trot, and you guys have a great day. Shy, I'm not gonna lie, part of the reason why doing the rail trail here in Chelmsford, like a lot of these, a lot of people are walking their dogs, and that's yep. sort of why it's been tied in. But again, I I see the dog and I smile for a second. Then I'm like, that looks like a lot of work. You realize so, responsibility. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready for that. So yeah, I, get uh, that. I, I wanted some input on that. You can follow Shime somewhere on Instagram. Uh, you can see pictures of his dog and beers and places Shime he time goes 12. there. Uh, what is it? Shime time twelve. Yep, I had to do a number because some guy without the name Shime stole Shime time uh, apparently, and so uh, I'm gonna. You know, when I get big and famous, I'll have to buy that from him. Yeah, can't always like our boss Ken Laird. Um, like he'll email us occasionally. Like, why aren't you guys uh, verified on Instagram? Because they because I'm not anybody. That's why I'm not. Yeah, I have like fifteen hundred followers. I'm just. A, like I am a jamoke, and it's and the the hardest part too is, is hey guys, none of my verified. None of my accounts are linked to my uh, company email. So immediately, whatever social media it is, whether it's Instagram or Twitter, we'll flag it and be like, well, it's not connected to the company media. How do we know they actually work for the company? And oh, good point. Links good and, point. and information and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going through that hassle. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've not done it yet. So uh, my Instagram continues to be uh, pretty weak at best. Um, Red Sox uh, lose yesterday. Uh, good for some people like me. Same. Who, who took the Houston run line minus one and a half runs. That was a win, Chris Schein. Yeah, and uh, I, I didn't make an official bet yesterday because I didn't know exactly what the pitching situation was. Yep. But I told the people, I go, I am leaning towards right-handed hitters uh, having multiple total bases. Uh, Jose Altuve, four for four. Alex Bregman, two for three. So immediately I nice. felt good about that. Uh, much yeah, better than I had been the last couple of days. That's for sure. The R- Rich Hill started, did not pitch well. Turns out Rich Hill found out like that morning he was going to start, so there was no real setup. Good process. For him. Yeah, so they sort of punted the way that game yesterday, knowing they'd already won the series. Now they go to Kansas City. Uh, they take on the Royals, and uh, really a weird pitching matchup. Nick Pavetta has not pitched well. Chris Bubbick uh, goes to the Royals. He stinks. This is an over game, Sean. The over okay, under good. is nine. That's what I was uh, leaning towards. I want the over. It's going to be ninety or eighty-eight degrees at first pitch tonight in Kansas City. Hot, humid in the Midwest means the ball goes flying out of there. Uh, the Royals, a team, hit about three hundred against Nick Pavetta, and I did see today uh, looking at some of the trends for over unders in baseball. This kind, this is kind of random, and I would not, I would not base my pick just in this play, but this, this kind of solidified it for me. On day on in games this season. Where like the, there's no rest, like the team didn't have a day off yesterday, yep. so just call it no rest. The Royals have the fifth highest over percentage in Major League Baseball. Wow! So it's a it's a random stat. I would not just bank my entire play on that. But two bad pitchers, Eric Cosmer in the lineup, uh, 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 hot weather, 
that stat, give me the over nine runs. Yeah, so That's my, my play tonight. In this game. My bet was the over five runs in the first innings, or first five innings. Okay, um, okay. And I did that specifically because, again, the starting pitching I don't necessarily believe in here, uh, and I expect guys to come out swinging against these two pitchers in particular. But the Red Sox bullpen, to their credit, has actually been pretty good of late. And so I figured I wanted to maximize the early half of the game uh, with Pavetta on the mound, and so I was going over five in the first five innings. All right, so that's Red Sox and Royals tonight. Red Sox are a uh, 13% chance, according to Baseball Reference, to be a playoff team. Uh, listening to Brian O'Halloran today on the Greg Hill Show, doesn't sound like they think there's any shot. Uh, so much word team. salad. Well, it wasn't even. No, I, I gave him credit. Like I don't know if he meant to answer or not, but he basically admitted like they were trying to sell more at the deadline, yep. but they couldn't get 100%. offers they wanted. Like okay, so we're st- we're stuck with we're stuck with this team. Then today, they they D, like they DFA Jackie Bradley Jr., which is fine. But he's a better defensive uh, player than Jaron Duran. Like he could go in late if you're really trying to if you're trying to win games down the stretch. Like Jackie Bradley Jr. helps you. Yeah. So I don't quite get what they're doing now. Uh, I clearly clear listening to Hall- O'Halloran. They were trying to sell more, couldn't get deals they wanted to, and just said, "Eh, you know what? We'll keep these guys for now." Yeah, it's, it was this weird thing. Like uh, you, asked, Greg asked the first question to him, and he just had this long, long-winded answer yeah. uh, that was kind of just a word salad about Heim going to Kansas City, and and he wasn't really giving us anything. And then as the questions kept coming, he started actually giving us answers about stuff. Um, and and so I, I do think that there is a clear disconnect between the players and the front office. Um, I, I believe. You're absolutely right. This front office was uh, intending on selling far more than they did at the deadline, uh, and they just weren't able to get the deals they wanted to. Um, and so, I, I, it, to me, it seems like this front office really wanted to kind of hit the reset button on this Red Sox team yeah. and start kind of from scratch and sell off a lot of the pieces for for younger players and younger pieces that they have control over. Um, and the team felt like to start the season that they were a World Series contender. And and so very much so the front office and the clubhouse seem on two very different wavelengths. Yep, we'll see how it works out. I'm sure we'll get some stories uh, on or off the record this weekend with Haim Bloom being in town. The Red Sox having this open-door policy now. Something to keep an eye on. Chime's going to be on over five runs, first five innings. I'll be on over nine runs for the game and even money. That seems pretty fair. Uh, all that in the backdrop to the first NFL game of the year. Yes! Uh, that is the Hall of Fame game between the Raiders and Jaguars. There is rain and thunderstorms in the area. We know in the past this game has been delayed or postponed because of just dumb weather in field. So we'll see what we get. Shime gave out his lock of the preseason uh, yesterday, over 30 and a half points. I yeah. said I would have my pick after doing some research. And admittedly, uh, this is not, I don't have a lot of conviction on this. But I just think you're wrong about this, Sean. Yeah, I, I mean, I, did you I see think, who's starting for Las Vegas tonight? Uh, I don't. I mean, I think it's Jared Stidham. Correct? That is correct. Jared Stidham yeah. will be getting the start under the lights tonight. So I'm uh, looking so. at. So what I'm looking at right now, uh, one of the guys that uh, uh, it's a pay service that I pay for. He kind of it's like uh, it's it basically an NFL, not an NFL insider, but he's like NFL fantasy. Basically, he he's a aggregator of stuff that's out there. Okay. So his suggestion is. On the Jag side, no Trevor Lawrence, and it's going to be Luton and Sloter as your two quarterbacks. Love likely it. Sloter, the third-string quarterback. Uh, Luton, I'm sorry, third-string quarterback, likely get a bulk of the work. Travis Etienne and James Robinson both won't play. Uh, so third, uh, third, uh, third in the order, third-string guy, Snoop Connor is going to get an opportunity. Yes. Jamal Agnew is not going to play, but Doug Peterson suggested some wide receivers may play, may not play. Um, they have no tight ends to really play. That's the Jaguar side. 
as you said on the Raiders' side, Derek Carr not expected to play. Jacobson Bolden not expected to play. Drake not expected to play. Uh, no Adams, no Renfro, no Waller. Just, there's so many guys sitting, and it's the earliest game by far. There are no more preseason games till next week. I thought this was the beginning of like the official preseason, but there's no more until next weekend. I, I gotta play the undershine. I, I gotta play it like they're not gonna play any starters. How much they really want to show their offense on either side of the ball? I, 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 in daily fantasy, the defenses are gonna be key if you're playing DFS tonight. But for me, when I make my drive to New Hampshire to get some cheap gas uh, in about a half an hour or so, I'm gonna play. Don't be a huge bet, but I'll, I'll have some money on the under to have some action tonight. But I, I'm going opposite the thirty and a half on you. We'll be opposite heads up. You like the over. I'm going with the under. I know it's a new year, but uh, Jacksonville last year eclipsed this total all three preseason games. And uh, it wasn't even really close. Who was their coach last year? Uh, yeah, Urban Meyer. No, I understand that. I I agree. Urban Meyer was an absolute putrid disaster. But I'm just saying, like, it's and I understand it's a new year and all that stuff. I'm just, I, I, I think that in the Hall of Fame game this year, uh, we will see some early points just because bad defense. It's that simple. It's Defenses aren't quite as up to date, and the offenses will just be better. So bad defense for you on the over. Uh, I will stay on the other. This line has gone by the way to Raiders 2.5 for some reason. Not entirely sure why. Uh, Consider the fact that Eric Carr is not going to play. Like, what's the what's the difference between Jarrett Stidham and Luton and yeah, I don't, Stidham? I don't really know Kyle what the Slotin. rationale is, but... People are betting the Raiders, Sean. People just see the name, they see Raiders, and they want to bet the Raiders. But uh, you and I will be heads up on this, on the total in this game. Anything else you're playing for tonight's game, Sean? Are you going to stay on that total? No, no, no. I'm just going to stay on the total. That's it. I'm not. It's a preseason football. I'm not going to get too in the weeds here. It's way too unpredictable to be betting props and such. So I'm just going to roll with uh, with my over and hope hope uh, hope to get some quality football tonight. As we're not going to, please, we're not getting caught, <laughs> Shime. We're not, we're getting football right. I just want to football. bet on and gamble on and talk about and mock. We're not getting quality football. Fair. That is not happening. As our, friend, as our friend Dale says, it's football, but it's not going to be <laughs> good football. Uh, you mentioned a concert. What concert are you going to do on Friday night? Uh, my girlfriend has been, had these tickets for three years now. Um, it what is now? the Def Leppard Motley Crue Poison <laughs> Joan Jet concert at Fenway Park. Wow. Uh, yeah, she, it's, wow. Her, it's her favorite. Uh, Def Leppard's her favorite brand. Motley Crue is one of her all-time favorite bands. Um, and her friend she was originally going with bailed on her. So she's like, hey, would you want to come with me? And I said, sure. Good I'm going to be melting because of the heat tomorrow. But a, I'm being a, a good significant other, and I am, I am going to this concert with a smile on my face, and I'll eat some food and drink some beer. I was going to say, Fenway's got a good you know, array of food and drink. You'll yeah, be fine. You'll be, be fine. You know, you know, I may, may sneak my way up to the WEI uh, you know, suite or something, stand in some air conditioning for 10 minutes, and then go back down. It'll be fine. That'll be a fun concert. Yeah, it'll uh, well, be good. It's, it sounds better than the last one you went to at some dive bar in Nashua. Yeah. This one, this one sounds way better. <laughs> this one's much better and much more popular, too. So, All right, that'll be fun. All right, we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, we have over on the Red Sox tonight, over in first five. We have uh, differing opinions over and under in the Hall of Fame game, which I admit I'll be watching. I'll be watching I tonight. I will as well. I, I'm not committing to watching the entire thing, but I'm, on, God, I'm definitely no. going to watch the, at least the first half, I feel like. Oh yeah, I will. I will watch at least the first quarter um, because then it'll be right around my bedtime. We'll see how fast the game moves. I can't wait. All right, Chime. Good luck tonight in the Hall of Fame game, baby. Football's back. Football is back. Football is back, baby. Talk to you tomorrow. See ya.